baby, let's just dance, dance, let's just dance, baby. I just wanna dance, 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 dance. And bitch number two, Kelly. Welcome back to the bar. Do you think people listen to this in their car with children? I hope not. And we're like, we're a bunch of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I didn't even think. Well, here's all I have to say. Their kids probably watch Dance Mom, so they know. And I'm sure their parents say that word. Yes. Well, if they listen to yeah. us. They sure do. Oh, so anyway, we are back. And um, thank God I am not recapping this week. It's your week. Yay. Yuck. Before we get into any of it, let's start with our patrons because I always forget. Um, We are going to thank our patrons. These are people who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and joined our Patreon where they get uh, they get video content. Uh, They also get, depending on your level, you might get the after party, you might get after party videos, uh, you might get never before and seen videos, you know, that we've shared. You know what I actually put up in the month of December? What? Well, I put up Brooks, the animals know. Kelly, I could barely watch that. I know. It gave me such a lump in my throat and like a tightness. That was a beautiful song. I texted you and I was like, I hate how she stole this from our kids. I know. It's sad to to watch them and to think that it was such a big part of their life and now they don't do it at all. And they resent it and hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Not all of it, but they resent and hate their childhoods of it. Yeah. You know, I think now they'd be like, oh, I don't care. But like when they think- But I think if we weren't on the show, like- at this age, like at age 26, Brooke would be like going and taking a ballet class mm-hmm. or, you know, and they just really don't have the desire to do that. And no, it's sad. I blame that on the show. I do too. And the, uh, I mean, I, oh my God, I put up a bunch of, not a bunch, but I put up a few pictures. I swear to God, every comment was, or no disrespect, but are the pixelated pictures, Kelly's. How rude. I was like, they are Kelly's as a matter. Were they? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Shut up. They were yours. And then I found, because we were talking about Christmas, I never anywhere was this ever shared before publicly, but I found the video of when we gave Chloe her car on Christmas morning. So I put it on Patreon and people were really excited to see that because- it's not dance, but it was like something we talked about and it yeah. was like a very private, personal family memory. So oh, people cool. really seem to like it, but I thought that was kind of cool and different because like, it's usually all dance mom stuff I try to give, but if yeah. I find some fun behind the scenes stuff of just our lives. So anyway, if you want to go back and see like a year and a half's worth of content, you can go over to patreon.com slash back to the bar. And you also get a shout out like Amika and Regina. And then we're finally down in like the teens as far as pages go. Aaron, Paley, Alice, Sophia Rose, Addie, Livy Lulu. That's funny. That sounds like one of Jill's like pet names. Uh, Uh, Leslie, Gabby, Adele, Sarah, Michaela, Madison, Anichi, Anichi, I think maybe. ML, Grace, Krupa, Lauren, Hilaria. Sarah, Tallulah, Courtney, Lauren, Isabella, Jolie, Brian, Danielle, Ashley, 
Heather, Claudia, Brianna, Elizabeth, A.T., Jordan, Jessica, Abby, Jade, Megan, Emily, Matthew, Jillian, Jennifer, Angie, Amy, Amber, Wendy, Elisa, Kimberly, Joe Dancer, Lily, Leanna, Rose, Santino. Then we have Jasmine, Sydney, Aisha, Lily, Tess, Abby, Claire, Olivia, Casey, Blake, Sindaya, Dana, Kylie, Catherine, Jainana, Izzy, Victoria, Bree, Cami, Trish, Kelly, Casey, Hannah, Allie, Cameron, Rachel, Amanda, Amanda, Victoria, Alicia, Malaya, Summer, Elizabeth, Violet, Kevin, Alexis, Marla, Lucy, Nina, Sydney, Riley, Eleanor, Joe, Allison, Britt, Chloe, Maria, Gabby, Percival, HT, Melina, and Emerson. Oh, thanks, guys. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. So Kelly, what are you drinking? This is my oh, new favorite. Josh Prosecco. Prosecco. It's my favorite. I don't know why. Yeah, that's funny. I, mean, I don't love a Prosecco. It's not expensive either. I think it's only $15, $16, but I like it. Yeah. I am having, this is Le Grand Cortage from France. It's a Brut Rosé, so it's like a champagne, but it's not like a super expensive champagne. Hello, Clara. Hello. Hello. Did you know, I have a fun fact for you. Did you know if a champagne is made actually from the champagne region in France, it will have a star on the cork? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's how you know it's a real champagne. Fun yeah. facts with Christy. Bunch oh, of, yay. Bunch of bullshit that no one really needs to know. <laughs> you don't need to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's up, Clara? <laughs> okay, we'll talk about body wash later. Dear God. Ah, ah. I mean, you She's know. scheduling an appointment to talk, about, talk about body, body wash. wash. It's, it's a lot. That's all I'm going to say, you guys. It's a lot. Okay? Yes. There's a lot. Okay, Cal, uh, is there anything else we have to talk about? Uh, everyone drinking, welcome back to the bar. I mean, I don't think so. I think I don't you maybe yeah. just take it away. Are you excited oh, to recap yay. this? No, I hate this. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Oh, look, I have new little glasses to wear. Cute. But Mine are so ugly and they're so old. I have other ones. These are like a common, these are very strong. Uh, these are a combination blue light, but look how cute these are. Can you see that? They say port and starboard on the top. Oh, Isn't yeah. That cute. Yeah. Those are cute. Look, I look like yeah. a librarian. Mm -hmm. a sexy librarian, except not sexy in the least. <laughs> oh, not, God. I'm not a sexy librarian. All right. So here we are. We're getting ready for Pyramid, and every Abby calls everybody in, and she's holding up her fingers. And she says, on the presidential campaign, this means peace. But here at the ALDC, it means second. <laughs> Not only are we getting beat by Kathy's brilliant team of imports, we're getting beat by teachers that I've never even heard of before. What does this mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> does anybody know what this one means? <laughs> For the people who can't see, she's flipping me the bird. Yeah, I just wondered. I just wondered. I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know if you know. I don't know. I don't know if Abby knows that one. Could you imagine if somebody would have flipped the bird? She'd have been like, oh. Oh my God. You know, I think I have flipped her the bird. Oh, Kelly. How about the, did we? Upstairs. Yeah. Did we, oh, you did. Did we do yeah. the episode yet where she goes, um, don't say F in my studio. And I go, we didn't do that one yet. Just, just wondering. I like that one. Okay. Abby says that two weeks in a row, the group routine placed second. 
and that we are the losers. She says, how are we going to recover? How are these dancers going to get better? How are they going to improve in a week? She says they have to put forth the effort and you get out what you put in. I don't know. I I have such a hard time with her, like always saying stuff that people are going to believe about our kids. I really do. And I say it every single week and I really have a problem with it. I know. I feel like every week we say the same shit. We do. We're annoying. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry if we're annoying. (laughs) So on the bottom of the pyramid is Mackenzie because she didn't dance. Mm -hmm. And seventh on the pyramid is Paige. And Abby says the flag was a symbol for everyone in that audience. Don't do a disservice to this country. I am screaming at the fact that she said to Paige, don't do a disservice because Paige got the flag wrong and did her best. Mm. Um, I'm like, that's why we didn't win because Paige didn't hold the flag right. I love that you were all sassy about it, but also I really think the name of this uh, episode should just be just disservice. I really do. (laughs) Disservice. It's terrible. I mean, how dare we? It's obnoxious, but um, we knew that Paige was going to be towards the bottom of the pyramid for- Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt. So Paige now has, she has spent three weeks sort of at the top, kind of, but- She never goes back up. She'll never see it again. Nope. Nope. So six, we have Kendall and Abby has worked with Kendall on her facial expressions and stamina, which both have improved. And now Abby wants Kendall to work on her focus. And she says, wherever your eyes go when you're dancing, that's where the judge's eyes go. You can't watch Maddie like a member of the audience. But Abby always says to watch the person beside you out of the corner of your eye. Right. So Joe rolls her eyes at Abby's comments. Then fifth, we have Brooke. Brooke did an outstanding job in rehearsal, but didn't time herself correctly on stage and ended up waiting for four counts during the group performance. You have to think on stage. I I didn't notice that. I didn't either. I really didn't. But oh well. Oh well. Okay. Fourth was Chloe. You did a solo. You did a nice job. You were second only to Maddie. And Abby lists like a few corrections and says, you know, that they need to be fixed. And Chloe has to want to do the corrections. Uh, again, I want everybody to pay attention. Chloe was the only one who had like negative things about her dance said to her, right? I mean, Paige is obviously the most unpatriotic human on the planet. But Abby, <laughs> yeah. Abby had to point out that Chloe's dancing is bad. You know, it's, a, it's her dancing that's bad because she wants everybody to think she's bad, like a bad dancer. Yeah. So, yeah. okay, her dancing is bad. You know, um, Nia has bad feet or whatever. It's it, it just, it's so irritating. I want to struggle her in this episode. <laughs> As a third, we have Nia, which Nia did an outstanding job and looked good in the group routine. She says that Nia stood out in a good way and she made smart decisions on stage, which that was very nice. I her. thought that was nice too. Yeah, she usually doesn't say nice things to. No, she says you didn't pull my eye in a terrible way. Nina. Yeah, so didn't that make that me was vomit. Very nice. yeah. yeah. Second, we have Asia. Uh, Asia won the overall high score in the petite division, and Abby says she thinks that she's a little firecracker, and 
I think you step on stage and cause an explosion. And Chrissy Ray is like, I'll take the second spot on the pyramid this time, as long as Asia doesn't drop lower than that. I was cracking up. Yeah, I, I was know. like, okay. Like, hmm. like we don't have it any say so. Right. But at the top of the pyramid is Maddie. Maddie plays first in her age division and her teammates also voted her as having the better performance that day. Mm-hmm. And Abby says to Maddie, you are the type of personality that this country was built on. You all know that song, America is beautiful or America the beautiful. Maddie, you are America the beautiful. That was hard to stand in the room and listen to that kind of bullshit and not be like, and Paige, you're a dishonor to the yeah, hear it. And Maddie, you are America the beautiful. It, but Paige, is... why do you have low self-esteem? Right, right, exactly. It's so wild when you sit here and you think about the way this woman is talking. I, I think the kids were what, 11 at, at most? Yeah. 10, I think most of them are 10, but we'll say 11 for, for fun. For funsies, we'll say 11. <laughs> The things that she says. And then she goes like this. She literally just said, Maddie, you are America the beautiful. And then she's like, you guys are all just jealous of Maddie. Uh Well, I wonder why. No. So Abby in her interview says, people have accused me of playing favorite, but Maddie gets what she deserves. Maddie puts in time and energy and she has the desire to dance. Why wouldn't she be my favorite? Well, at least she admitted it. Because yeah. usually she's like, oh, I, I don't have a favorite. What are you talking about? I don't have a favorite. Yeah, yeah, you do. Well, we put in as much time as Maddie, other than when Maddie gets pulled from school. I was just going to say, well. I still don't regret that. I still think that oh. school should have been number one. But um, So Abby pauses and she asks Mackenzie why she isn't wearing a cast on her foot. And Mackenzie says her foot feels better. And Melissa keeps like, interrupting uh-huh. and I, I think it's hysterical because you can tell like they were not telling the truth because Mackenzie right. didn't know what to say she was like looking at her mom like mom am I did I go to the doctors didn't I go to the uh-huh. doctors like what am I supposed to well, say well she's like yes no yes no yeah what is it which one yeah. was it so she says you know where's your doctor's excuse and Abby's like did you go to the doctor again and she's like no I mean yes and Melissa's you know speaking to Mackenzie, like, say no, you know. And then Melissa speaks up and says, you didn't go back to the doctor. Tell Abby exactly what the doctor told you. And Mackenzie says that the doctor says she was cleared to dance. And Abby asks, you know, how the doc- how did the doctor check your foot? And she's like, over the phone. I was surprised that Abby was like, oh, well, how does the doctor know your foot's okay over the phone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was surprised that she kind of called them out too because I truly, with my full heart, believe that Abby is protecting Mackenzie. This whole this whole thing is designed to protect Mackenzie. And if you don't know that, it's because you don't live this weird life knowing like yeah. every little move Abby does. But this is, Abby was never going to let Mackenzie look stupid on TV. She just wasn't. She didn't want her to lose to Asia. no. Absolutely yeah. not. And in that, in Abby's mind, that's looking stupid. Yeah. So Melissa said that the doctor said that Mackenzie has to rest her foot until it feels 100% and that she knows her own body. 
And Abby says she knows her own body. She can't even create a sentence to answer me with. But I think Mackenzie goes, may I please speak to her mother? And so Abby was like trying to get her to shut up so that she wouldn't want to dance. So Abby's like, you can't dance. You can't dance because she was trying to get her to shut up. But meanwhile, Mackenzie was speaking. I, I just don't it. None of it makes sense to me. Yeah whatever but it it comes down to the doctor said she had to wait two weeks and abby says you know i'm not comfortable going against the doctor it's not been two weeks yet no when Paige had a broken foot you were like Paige needs two weeks off she's like you know what we're gonna have Paige jump around on the broken foot Uh, with the cast yeah right with the cast at a dance recital that we don't need somebody in but Mackenzie isn't happy that a doctor's excuse and she's, and she's in a not wheelchair. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. This is, uh, I did not know that the biggest storyline of season three was the foot. I didn't know. But Abby doesn't want Mackenzie to dance because of her age. Her bones are so fragile. Mackenzie has a potential to go the distance in her dance career. I don't want to do something that's going to prevent her from having a career down the line. Okay, so like grind her bones down, grind your hip yeah. down. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so wait, her bones are still fragile. She's eight. Our kids were all eight when the show started. And I recall times when they were like laying there crying. Brooke couldn't walk, you know, and Mackenzie is fine. But Abby's like, we need to protect her bones. <laughs> I cannot. Uh, so Abby tells us that there's four routines this week. We're going to Energy Dance. It's in Youngstown, Ohio, which that's where Paige's boyfriend ended up finishing college. Oh, yeah. okay. I was going to text her and say, we were there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, well, I guess he wasn't there. I was going to no. say, maybe he was there and she didn't know it. No. But Abby says that she's certain that we'll run into Kathy, but she's more concerned about the other studios that will be attending. And the group dance is contemporary. It's called Hear No Evil. And Abby says that Maddie and Mackenzie won't be dancing in the group routine. Instead, Maddie's going to assist with the choreography. Abby doesn't think the rest of the team is as serious as Maddie and that they depend on her to figure out the counts to the music. And she wants the rest of the girls to learn to be a leader and know what's going on. Okay, but Abby always makes Maddie the leader. So the girls are listening to Maddie so that Abby doesn't get mad at them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now, like, I started to watch some of the next thing that came on just because I was doing something and the next episode came on. And they showed, where have all the children gone? Now, Brooke was the leader in that dance. Mm -hmm. And she was amazing. Mm -hmm. But that's the only dance she was made the leader of. So if you're not made the leader of the dance, Mm -hmm. how can you do that? Right. I don't know. I don't get it. All right. So Maddie gets a solo. It's called They'll Never Change. It's a lyrical dance. And there's a duet with Asia and Nia. And it's called Move You Two. And it's a jazz dance. And Abby says, Asia, I'm expecting my little firecracker to light Nia up. She wants Asia to push Nia to improve, which is the same as she does with Chloe and Maddie. Mm -hmm. Holly's like, it's going to be hard for anyone dancing with Asia to match her energy, but Nia can hold her own and she can definitely bring it to the dance floor. I do agree. I, I think Nia has a lot of energy and personality <clears throat> on the dance floor for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
The second solo is Chloe. It's called About Mother, and it's a contemporary dance. And your face is hysterical whenever. Because every dance title that that woman gives <laughs> my daughter or your kids is a middle finger to the mother. Uh-huh. Like, you know, everybody else is like, well, I guess, I guess the Zigglers had run from mother, but everything else is like, your mommy is your savior. And she's like, your mom is the devil. She needs exercise. So like Chloe will have a crucifix on stage and sprinkling me with holy water in the audience or something, you know, it's everything is a big up your ass. Uh-uh. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kelly, what would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Would you take a nap? What would you do? I know you're not reading a book. <laughs> I think I would do take an hour for therapy just to really? do something for myself. Oh, uh, I'm a therapy lover. I do like therapy. I've been a big therapy convert. I don't know. I think dance moms um, introduced me to the need for therapy. And I honestly feel that um, making myself a priority and speaking to someone that's just about me really helps me to find out what matters to me so that I can do more of it. So I'm actually a huge, huge believer and I'm a huge lover of BetterHelp. That's where my therapist is. I have used them for years. I love it. Um, It makes me feel really good to speak to somebody who helps me with my coping skills. One of the biggest things for me that I've learned to do is how to set boundaries because I've struggled with that my whole life. I don't, shocker, right? But it's, it just is a place where I feel safe talking to someone about the things that matter most and most to me. And it gives me an outlet to focus on me without feeling guilty. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com bar today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bar. So Abby dismisses us. We go to Maddie's solo rehearsal. And it's Abby, Gianna, and Maddie in there. And Abby tells Maddie about her decision to pull her from the group routine. She tells Maddie that she thinks the group is dragging Maddie down. This is such bullshit, this whole thing. Mm -hmm. I think it's awful, the things that she's saying to these kids. So Abby says that we're dragging her down. Maddie needs to worry about herself and that if she had a group of great dancers at her level, she would always be first. If anybody else was worried about themselves, Abby would be like, you're so selfish. The team comes first. So I think we should drink for Abby being a hypocrite or a a contradictor. I just wanted to drink again. So Abby says the they and Maddie's solo, they will never change, could be either for the other girls on the team or the moms. Maybe the other girls on the team will never change and work harder. And or maybe the moms will never change and always be jealous of Maddie. And they showed us. So Jill and I say that Maddie's maturity level is so far beyond the rest of the group, then Maddie should be dancing with the seniors. And we are drinking from a coffee cup. We're oh, like, yeah. we're sitting there and we're like, I mean, we're like, gump, gump, gump. I mean, we must have been pissed after Pyramid because we didn't even like, God, 
we weren't even, it, our seats weren't even warm yet. And we were chugging our coffee cups. Uh-huh. So Holly says that it's totally unrealistic and illogical for Abby to make it seem like Maddie's the only one that has goals in the group. Yeah, it's bullshit. I, I, I mean, all of these girls busted their butts every single day. But you chime in like, and talent. And Holly's like, yes, talent and ambition. So then we go to the group rehearsal with no Mackenzie. And Abby talks to the rest of the girls about Maddie not dancing with the group. She said, Maddie is demonstrating this week because she's not a second place performer. She's a winner. She's a champion. She's an artist. She wants to do this 24-7. I think it is so unbelievably <clears throat> disrespectful to say that to those kids. How do you think they were feeling standing there? Oh, yeah. It's, I don't know, it's hurtful. And the other thing I will say is I think that it makes the kids not just hurtful, but why are you doing that to Maddie? Because yeah. you're, the it, kids- are It almost about- makes the kids want to resent her. And it's not Maddie's doing, it's Abby's. Right. But then she's like, oh my God, you guys are all jealous of Maddie. Well, no, we feel like shit because of Maddie. And if we're resentful, it's because of everything you've said. So it's like this whole cycle that keeps perpetuating Mm -hmm. itself. Yeah. So Abby says that the group routine is intended to be a challenge for the girls because the music is difficult to count. She's pulling Maddie as their leader. She's the one with the great musicality out of the group (laughs) and she wants to see how they can handle it. She's like, every one of these girls needs Maddie to be the Maddie. So I asked Melissa how she feels about Maddie being the assistant choreographer this week. And she says, you know, Maddie's only assisting, but Christy, you point out that there's not much difference. But that's not what Abby said in the thing. She said, assistant choreographer. She yeah. used that word in pyramid, not me. But then yeah. uh, Melissa's like, no, no, it's just assisting because Melissa liked to play with semantics. But Abby had point blank said that. But you can tell right there that Melissa clearly knows that we're going to talk about it. And she's just like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. So you in your interview say every week, Abby tells the moms that Maddie is so much better than the rest of the girls. So taking Maddie out of the group makes no difference to you. Right. I don't know why it would bother us. No, I I don't know either, but I think that she tries to make it seem like, oh my God, you guys are a bunch of jealous bitches. We're like, take her out. Who cares? Yeah, you know? Care. Yeah. So Jill asked Christy Ray um, how quickly Asia picks up choreography. Mm-hmm. And Christy assures her that Asia's dancing comes together on stage. In her interview, Jill says, Asia isn't keeping up well with the group. They're a well-oiled machine. And Asia is not a good fit. She's several years younger than most of the girls and half of their size. I actually laugh at how Jill just goes for it. Uh-huh. It's like, no. But it's so funny up. how Jill feels with an outsider coming in, but she didn't understand that whenever she was the outsider coming in. Because I think like with this, I think she says the most to Christy Ray. Like she's the one that's irritated that she's here. Her, yeah. And then I'm because. the one who gets to fight with her. Yeah. Stupid. Everybody, I swear to God, that's all the producers told people. Fight with Christy. I'm like, stop. Don't fight with me. I don't care. Yeah. So Christy Ray says to Joe and Melissa, they're concerned about Asia not being able to keep up with the older girls. And she asks, what makes Mackenzie's situation different? Mm-hmm. And 
you say to Melissa, speaking of Mackenzie, I have a question. <laughs> well, I <laughs> what, did. You're like, what changed with Mackenzie now that she's 100% ready to go? Yes. And Melissa's like, her foot feels better. Now, to be fair, I truly do not believe that Mackenzie's foot ever felt bad. I think that Mackenzie was just like, all right, mm-hmm. I'll dance. But it was like, why isn't she allowed to dance now? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So you say either Mackenzie really wasn't hurt in the beginning to begin with, or she's still hurt now. But either way, Melissa's lying. (laughs) And Melissa gets so flustered. She's like going back and forth with us, insisting that Miss Mackenzie has, you know, rested her foot and she's ready to go. So then Abby gets a call from her publicist um, telling her that she was invited to be a co-host on the view let's be clear the view is on a network that is owned by the same people <laughs> who own dance <laughs> and let's also be clear that the next sentence is they want the girls to come and perform yeah, because our girls were on a hit show so yeah. yes okay i mean look fair for abby she totally totally absolutely did get to host we did oh, not absolutely it no. was amazing However, uh, once again, it wasn't just her that made the, they wanted the kids also. Like I'm saying, mm-hmm. Abby didn't make the show. The kids didn't make the show. It was mm-hmm. the whole kit and caboodle. Right. Except Abby, they didn't want us on it. <laughs> to no. be fair, we had already been on it. Yeah. But Abby says she's excited and nervous to co-host The View. Having her students perform will be amazing advertisement for her studios. So we hear Abby being all exciting down at the front desk. Oh and my God. Holly is like, you know, Abby's distracted by a phone call. And you're like, I think Abby's a, calls a 900 number. I swear to God. Well, did you see when she's laughing? I go, <laughs> <laughs> like I was mocking her. Such an yeah. asshole. So, <laughs> so Abby calls everyone in the whole studio into Studio A to tell them that, you know, we'll be traveling to New York this week. And will be she'll be co-hosting the view and that the junior elite team will be performing and jill says i think abby can hold her own but i'm a little bit worried about what's going to come out of her mouth amen jill amen uh-huh. amen. and i'm like if abby doesn't want the moms to go i love to shop in new york i was cracking I, up i'm like we'll go we'll go yeah i don't need to be there i'll go shopping <laughs> is it when we go to new york for the view that we uh is this when they go ice skating and all that coming up? I can't remember. The next two episodes I saw seem to be Mother's Day special and uh, Jeff recapping. So I don't know. Hmm. I'm I all have confused no idea. about the episodes. Like our our papers that we're doing say 16, but on my TV it says it's 18. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't even know what episode. I don't know is. either. I'm all confused. I got nothing. Yeah. So upstairs... We're talking to Melissa about Maddie's feelings. Like, how does she feel about being the assistant this week? And Melissa's like, Maddie wants to do whatever Abby wants her to do. You know, whatever she does, she'll listen to. Right. What about what your mom tells you to do? I'm not saying that to Maddie. I'm saying it to Melissa. I don't know. I I think during this whole thing, Melissa didn't really have a say. That's why Abby liked her so much. Yeah. Because she never... We had our, our opinion or mm-hmm. stepped in and mothered, you know? Yep. All right. So 
Holly in her interview says that Melissa said that McKenzie had to be off of her foot doctor's orders for two weeks. She's like, I think Melissa really thought that Abby was going to take her word. And two weeks is two weeks. They show us, you know, in Studio A, again, all the girls except for Mackenzie. And mm -hmm. Abby says she decided that the girls will perform the last text. Mm -hmm. I think this is an important piece. And I think it will send a message out to all of our viewers. Mm -hmm. And she says that she's going to have Asia do Mackenzie's choreography, which I don't know why we make such a big deal out of it. Mackenzie does a roundup at Cansbury and she's dead. Right. And, so, and there's not you, really much choreography. No. And there was literally no way on planet earth ever that Mackenzie was not doing this dance on the view. I'm sorry. Oh there God. isn't. And there was no way. Absolutely no way. So, um, you know, we're watching the girls and Christy Gray says, what is Asia doing? And Jill's like, she's replacing Mackenzie, it looks like. And she says, but Abby won't let Mackenzie dance. And Christy Ray says, but Asia doesn't know the routine. And, and we're like, no, no, don't worry. It's literally- It's a roundup at Cansbury and she dies. <laughs> I think we're what The funniest thing to me is that we act like a roundup back Cansbury into death is normal. We're just like, no, yeah. she just does. She just dies. And- uh -huh. Like nobody blinks an eye. Nobody finds it a little bit unnerving. We're just like, no, oh, she just dies. Yeah, uh -huh. that's fine. But Jill's saying she wonders, you know, if Mackenzie's being replaced. And Melissa's like, uh, I think it's just for rehearsal. Yeah, Melissa's and getting a little bit like, oh, she gets so like frazzled. frazzled. Yeah, she frazzled, does. Frazzled, dazzle, but, but this is the only week that she's really had to deal with this and see how frazzled she is. Like when you deal with it every week, like every week it was like something against our kids. So you yeah. can imagine how frazzled we got when That's, this we is the only time frazzled. she had to get frazzled. Yeah. Yeah. We and were Melissa so says, fat frazzled. Melissa says she thinks that Asia could be a backup for Mackenzie, but she's not a team member. Mackenzie is. I am dying at this. You know, it's funny because like we say this shit and we're bitches and now they're like, uh, you're not even a team member. You don't even go here. Yeah. I asked Melissa about Mackenzie's injury and Melissa says she's better now. You know, she rested and you're like questioning the recovery. You're like, yeah. Oh yes, my God. I'm like lost. No, I, I'm questioning the recovery. Yeah, you're like, and Melissa says, you know, it's not your concern. You should worry about your kids and not hers. And Melissa says, Mackenzie is fine. Ask her yourself. And you're yeah. like, how? And what are we, I'm not going up to a kid being like, so Mackenzie, tell me about your foot. Yeah. So then Melissa tells you to call the bleep doctor and ask him. Melissa really should have considered ZocDoc for Mackenzie, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally, ZocDoc gives you more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. And these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed, credible doctors and specialists. 
You can filter specifically for what ones who take your insurance are located near you and treat basically any condition you're searching for. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is just between 24 and 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. So I love ZocDoc. I find it super convenient and I like to use it and I think you should too. So go to ZocDoc.com slash bar and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash bar. ZocDoc.com slash bar. So then you say... Don't take it out on me that Abby pulled your kid from the dance because my kid and the rest of the kids have to be listening to Abby talk about how wonderful your children are and your daughter is all week. Yeah, where's the lie? Someone tell me, where's the lie? And you're like, we haven't told you to F off. Not today. Ah. We haven't told her to F off today. Yeah. So Abby's giving the girls a pep talk. She says, listen, this is for the view. Millions and millions of people watch that. So there will be no mistakes. No pressure. Yeah. I have to say, though, Melissa's hair in these interviews, she stole my Miss Piggy look. <laughs> she did. She stole my Miss Piggy hair. You're funny. So I don't even remember this. Now, we're at my house. and um, Yeah, I was like, what? I don't even remember this. We're in the living room, and I walk in with a girl named Hillary, who's a vocal yeah. coach. And she introduces herself to Brooke and they have, we have like a keyboard set up in the family room. And I say, Brooke loves to sing and being on the view is a great opportunity. I want to take advantage of being in New York city and have Brooke meet with a music producer to potentially record another song to prepare for potentially recording another song. I want to have Brooke meet with a vocal coach. Yeah. I'm a little dead over this. I am not going to lie. Yeah, I, I just, I don't even remember this happening. But so Hiller and I talked to Brooke about um, using the audience and, you know, use it with her dancing to reach out and do other things. Mm -hmm. And Hillary says the hardest part of being a person who will work hard. And if you work harder, I don't know, this makes no sense. All right. So yeah, I was like, what? But you know, whatever. I, I didn't know that I saw that on the episode that I watched. What do you mean? That whole part about being at my house and the music. It wasn't on your episode? I don't think. Well, I let me just tell it. you, number one, you were wearing a really weird skinny fur vest. It might've been one of your worst looks on Dion's Moms. I'm just saying, I love you. It was I don't, I did not see that. Mm -mm. Okay. Well, you, I should, wonder you, if I you should, like, you should drink for it, Cal. I just did. Mm -hmm. And we got to drink again because Abby's wearing a white headband. Well, we'll get to that. But also I have to point out that Brooke is totally wearing one of like the classic Brooke circa, I don't know, ninth grade outfits. She has on the skinniest pair of Abercrombie jeans that come like to her hip bone with a belt. Uh -huh. She's yeah. got like, I don't know, like a, like a tank top with like a, like a flowy kind of sheer shirt over it. Over top. Yeah. And then she's got like on little combat boots, you know, like that are, are not really combat, but it's just such like they all wore uniforms. If she had yeah. had Uggs on, I would have been like, oh yeah, she's wearing Uggs. They totally had uniforms. <laughs> so Abby's sitting at the front desk and Melissa, Mackenzie and Maddie come in and she greets Maddie first and says, 
you have to go to the competition this weekend. If I leave you at home and you dance all weekend, what if you hurt your foot again and you're not good for New York City? Then Asia's going to have to be doing the view. Like right now, Asia is rehearsing in your spot. Mm-hmm. So I guess she was saying that to Mackenzie. Yes. I wonder if Maddie ever felt like Abby was going to kidnap her. I'm just wondering. <laughs> I'm just wondering. Um, so I we're upstairs and Melissa's not up there. You're telling me that there's rumors going oh, around yeah. that yes. Asia's bullying Mackenzie. Uh-huh. And Christy Ray is like, she says to Jill, she was told by Maddie that Asia won't be performing on the view. You're like, but wait, why would Maddie go and say that to Asia? That's not right. Maddie's job. And we have not drank for Jill's fur vest. So go ahead. So then Christy Ray agrees with you. And the conversation pivots to the fact that it's totally up to Abby. Yeah. That, you know, if, if Mackenzie's going to do, do it or not. And we all know that. And that's why Mackenzie dances. I think that shit went on about The View. If I recall, like we were sitting backstage and they were like, who's going to dance? And I'm like, are we fucking playing this game? I, uh-huh. I just remember being like, this is the stupidest but shit I, I have to they sit They were through. just trying to get Melissa to fight. Yeah. But, oh, at 100%. No, I know. But I'm just saying, yeah, that was never happening because- Do you remember when Abby would sit there and be like, she would literally sit in Studio A and look up and go to Melissa, don't open your mouth. Your kids are going to be fine. Let them look like assholes. Yeah. Remember when she would like scream that upstairs and Uh when Melissa would start to get kind of like flustered and start to say something, Abby would be like, shut up. Don't say a word. Your kids are taken care of. And we're like, oh, really? That's nice. Yeah. So Melissa says that, you know, Mackenzie's sad because she doesn't want to go to the competition and not dance. She wants to dance. But there's a lot of weeks she doesn't dance. Right. And she doesn't care about it that week. She just wants to do it this week because of the view. She wants to be on the view. Right. So then they show us Chloe's rehearsal for About Mother. Mm -hmm. And Abby's, you know, talks to (laughs) Chloe about the team voting on their performance last week. And she asked Chloe what she learned. Yeah, uh, I learned that I felt like a piece of shit. And she's like, says that she's going to try to implement the corrections that Maddie gave her. Like, that's just wrong that Maddie is giving her corrections. I, nobody should be given corrections other than a the teacher. dance teacher. Right. Yeah. But Abby's like, you, you need to toughen up. You need to get thick skin because this business is ruthless. Well, I'm thinking that they're tough. And I thought this was rude. Abby says in her interview, Chloe wants to be a star, a celebrity. She wants to sign autographs. That is not making you a better dancer. All of those things need to be put on hold until your dancing is at the level it should be. And like we said, she always goes back to the fact that she didn't like that Chloe had fans Mm -mm. and wanted autographs and stuff. Mm -mm. Nope. She didn't like when any of them did, but that was like her way of really sticking it to Chloe. And I also think that at that point, Abby was really traveling with the other three families besides us. And she was pissed. Chloe, especially, I don't know why your kids didn't get so much of her, I don't know, her backlash from that, but she was like super mad about it and um, always throwing in Chloe's face. Kelly, it was like three months ago, four months, well, might've been six, who knows. She was still writing about it on her Instagram about Chloe. It's been 10, 12 years. (laughs) Settle down. Get over it. 
settle down. Talk about drinking your own poison for God's sakes. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, drink it. Drink your own poison. Drink it. So then we're upstairs and Jill asks about Chloe Solo. She wants to know what it's about. <laughs> and you say, it's about all that we've been through together. That was my take. Yeah. And I, I look at you and I'm pretending to be Chloe and I'm like, let me tell you about my mama. She's a bitch. My dance teacher hates her. <laughs> I was, this is funny shit, you know, because yeah. this is like supposedly so um, offensive. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yeah. that's true. And I'm like, and her partner in crime. Yeah. She hates both of us. She hates both of us. You say you're going to look at this as a tribute to your relationship with Chloe and not as a negative thing. And I think that was good. Yeah. Well, because yeah. what am I going to do? Just sit there and be like, blah, 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 blah. You know, like. Yeah. So Nia and Asia are now doing their duet rehearsal. Abby's, you know, sitting on her cheese block watching. And she says, Asia has an over-the-top personality, especially when she steps out on stage. The only other performer that I think of is a drag queen. They're just over the top performers. Kelly, why does she? She loves always, herself, a drag queen. Yeah. Why does she always make Nia be a drag queen? What is wrong with her? I don't know. Nobody She's... else has to be drag queen. Has any other child been a drag queen? No. And I think she likes to do the dances. I think that's why oh, she, she likes it. Yeah. She's out there doing her little drag queen walk. Holly's like, she's revving up from head to toe. Oh, Mama's I, in the house. This was so hysterical because then I said, wait, what did I say? I said, the torpedoes are out. Didn't I say that? Everybody get your metal scrub brush. Oh yeah. That's one of my favorites. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. It is one of my favorites. Yes, we definitely needed that scrub brush. Uh -huh. um, and I'm up there saying, I think Abby thinks she looks good doing it. I am dying. And you're like, I, you're like, I don't think that looks good. No, it doesn't. But again, we are like the Muppets a little bit. Mm. We are. We're like those yeah. two mean guys on the Muppets, for sure. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. So Nia and Asia are, you know, rehearsing and we're comparing Asia Mackenzie's, you know, them performing on the view. And you say about how it's like Chloe and Maddie competing all the time. That's what right. it's just Asia and Mackenzie's. Right. And Christy Ray questions Melissa about the rumors about Asia bullying Mackenzie. I was pleasantly surprised that Christy went after Melissa because it was always us that guests went after. So it was like, oh, wow, somebody else is getting bullshit thrown at them. So that was great. I love that. But it makes me sound later like, like I don't like Christy. Meanwhile, if you watch, I'm laughing the whole time next to her because I'm like, get it, you know? Like, Well, I was, I was going to say, I thought we... Like, because Abby told her when she first came, like, to watch out for us. Like, we're bad. Yeah. I, I think we're the ones sticking up for her and her kid here. Right. But it makes it seem in my interview, I'm like, oh, Christy's a bitch. And I'm like, meanwhile, I was fucking cheering Christy on. Go back and watch. Yeah. I was cheering. So in my interview, I say, you know, I could say a lot of things about Asia. I really don't think one of them would be that she's a bully. I was I just cracking up. I'm like, what are you saying about Asia? I know. 
I say, I just think that Melissa is trying to think of an excuse to make Asia look bad. Kirsty Ray says, I don't know what Melissa is doing, but it makes no sense. I'm not going to argue with stupid. With stupid. I <laughs> That was funny. I think that's why they brought her on was because was breaking it up. Us just picking on her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it, but again, it makes me seem stupid later when I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, Christy's a bitch. Because right now, I think it's when I, I said Christy Ray has two sides. She's the perfect dance mom side, and then I'm a stage mom bitch side. And I'm like, wait, no, I'm on her side. <laughs> Let's be clear. Make no mistake. Christy Ray is like, it's not about Asia not being in the group. It's about the whole charade. And Joe's like, what charade? I she's like, the charade Catholic. about the foot. What bleep is wrong with the foot? Same. What is happening? What is what is the situation? Again, I didn't think anything was wrong with the foot. Yeah. Well, Christy Ray is like, Melissa, go get an x-ray of the foot or a better doctor's note so that they can put the situation to rest. Right. She's saying what we're all saying because we've been talking about this foot now for, th for three months. So we arrive at Youngstown, Ohio for energy dance competition and Abby is wearing a fur drink. And Abby's like, I can't believe we're in Youngstown, Ohio, and there's no applesauce. <laughs> and Abby warns Mackenzie not to walk around without a show on bar. Oh, a shoe. Oh, She's like, show. Mackenzie, you can't walk around without a shoe. And I'm like, for God's sakes. Because it's a cement floor. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, Paige, you do your back tug. Yeah. I can't. Now Abby's changing her tune. She says, this is the end of the two weeks. Like the doctor originally said, the doctor with the iPhone that can see through the phone. I was cracking up and at touch that. it and feel it. Yeah. But it wasn't the end of the two weeks. I mean, she it was a couple days later, but it's, it's still, you know, but it was funny that Abby did call her out on that. Yeah. Yeah. So Who Jill said, Abby still hasn't decided who's dancing on the view yet, whether it's Mackenzie or Asia. Melissa wants Mackenzie to dance. If she wants her to dance, she would be wise to tell her to sit down and stay off her foot. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, because then she could say it's not going to bother her. But then in the same token, then she'll be like, well, she hasn't used it. You know, like, I don't know. So Abby says, today is anybody's game. Chloe can step out on stage and beat Maddie at any time, anywhere. That's what this game is all about. That's why it's called competition. I think Abby was nervous. I do. Yeah. I wonder yeah. if I would, this is where I would really like to get in front of some of the producers and be like, did you guys threaten her that Chloe had to have decent choreography this week? <laughs> You're all tangled up in my earphones, you cute little kitty cat. Oh so God. Asia and Nia come out with their costumes and everybody's all excited. They look uh, like fembots. Uh-huh. <gasps> did you Abby's tell me like, you were being a fembot next year? No. What are you being? Uh, Maleficent. Oh, I thought you were being a fembot. So Abby says, Shangela would be proud. Can we see the drag queen walk? And, you know, they go and they do their drag queen walk. And Holly asks if they'll be able to return to the dressing room before Asia and Nia perform so they can finish getting ready. And Abby assures them that they'll be able to. Mm -hmm. And Holly asks many times. Yeah. Many, yeah. many, many times. So in her interview, Holly says, Maddie and Chloe's solos are coming up next. So we're all rushing to try to get out of the room, but we haven't run Nia and Asia's duet yet. Mm -hmm. And she's getting really nervous. 
Mm-hmm. So Chloe goes on and she performs her solo mm-hmm. and she had some beautiful turns. Oh yeah. I thought her turns were gorgeous. I yes. really did. Uh, yeah. I didn't mind this dance. I thought it was kind of like, mm, you know, like slow, whatever, but her turns were fab. Yeah. And you say in an interview, you think Chloe should be proud of herself that um, you think it would be hard to hear just negative things all the time but she still goes out there and rises to the occasion and dances her heart out. Yes. And Maddie does her solo. And then all of a sudden, Asia and Nia's duet is announced. And Christy Ray looks at Holly and it's like, Holly says, no, that's wrong. They say that their number isn't supposed to be for 14. There's supposed to be 14 numbers between the duet and Maddie's solo. Mm-hmm. And Holly's like, you know, they didn't even have a chance to run the duet. Mm-hmm. You know, that used to be one of my biggest fears when we would go out is like they would throw kids on stage without proper time to get ready for it. Yeah. I, I really yeah. worried about that all the time. And so when Holly's sitting in the audience and she's like, that's just wrong. I do not believe for one minute that Holly is she's talking about the uh, it's wrong that the producers yes. put her out on stage, changed yes. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think. Maybe they did that because there was no real fights yet. Maybe. Well, yeah. It I was, mean, I, it was I think, a little bit of a conflict. She, I think they wanted conflict. Like they wanted Asia. Really? You think they want conflict? Yes. No. That's so Holly's mean. like, they didn't even get to run the duet. Jill's like, I think they ran it back to stage. And Holly is like annoyed and says, no, they didn't. And in her interview, Holly says, in this duet, Nia has an extremely difficult lift with Asia where Nia picks her up over her head and she hasn't even had a chance to practice it. Mm -hmm. They haven't even stretched and they're totally unprepared. Mm -hmm. Then we go to Nia and her interview and she says, we didn't even warm up or anything. We didn't practice at all. And that's not fair to Asia and I. No, it's not. And that's the thing is like, these kids don't even have time to learn a dance in a week. And now you're not not even getting a chance chance to to, run it before they go on stage. Yeah. Yeah. It's bullshit. I completely am aligned with what they're saying. It's just like, well. Yeah. So Holly in her interview says Nia was able to lift Asia with no difficulty. So she was happy with that. And she says, what I'm not happy with is Abby. She was reckless and she totally was unprepared in rehearsing these girls before they went on stage. Mm -hmm. Then they show Holly all pissed off walking into the dressing room. I loved Slammy Holly. I know. I never see Holly that way. She was Slammy. Uh Uh-huh. But you say Holly and Christy Ray are really upset right now because Abby was so busy having Asia and Nia do their drag queen walk. Yeah. That they didn't have a chance to run their dance. You know, where all the other moms agree and, you know, we're all frustrated. Holly said there was time for the girls to rehearse and Abby didn't use that time. Abby walks in and it's all quiet. And Christy Ray and Holly then confront Abby and are like, you know, what happened with the duet? And Abby says, oh, it's like an audition. You always have to be prepared because you never know when things will change. You always have to be prepared. I think you would be prepared for that in an audition, but when you have a line, I don't know. Yes. It it never happens that way at a competition. No. They never go out of order, usually, unless somebody drops out or whatever. Nope. 
So she's telling them that you need to adapt to change. And Holly says, but it's not funny or cute to throw a kid on stage and them not be warmed up. She says that Abby deflects the blame and turns this all into a lesson about being prepared. Right. Okay. Remember back when Abby just said, I can't have Mackenzie dance because her tiny bones are so delicate. It's the same thing. You didn't have these kids prepare. They're doing back handsprings. They're doing lifts. They're doing jumps. They're doing leaps. They're not warmed up. You're worried about Mackenzie's tiny bones being injured, but then you're being like, whatever, you know, they don't need to do this because it's not a big deal and I'm just preparing them. But it is a big deal because you just said so yourself with Mackenzie. Yeah. Holly says, Abby is lucky the duet performed as well as it did. Mm -hmm. And then Jill says, Abby's bold experiment of taking Maddie out of the group number and using her as an assistant is about to play out in front of all of us. I just hope that this experience doesn't blow up in all of our faces. Well, how would it? Well, I mean, I guess it could, but whatever. So Abby tells, before the girls go out to perform, Maddie is going to go backstage with you. Listen to her. All right. Game face is on. Let's go. Then Abby says to Maddie, if they don't do well, I'm going to need a new assistant. And they show Maddie backstage running the dance and giving directions and Mm -hmm. giving the last minute pep talk. Mm-hmm. And I say, I think Abby puts all of her eggs in one basket and she depends on Maddie. This is their time to go out and show Abby that they could do this without Maddie. We don't need her. Yeah. So yeah. we all go out without Maddie McKenzie and do the dance. And Abby says, I think I've accomplished my goal. The girls learn to survive without Maddie. No, I, I cannot see. This is, again, I can't stand that we have to sit here and be like, oh, oh, we suck. We suck. It, it's so fucking frustrating. And just like we have to sit in the room and listen to everything. No wonder why we were nuts. Because yeah. we always had to sit there and be like, so now we go no to good. A- now we go to awards and they announce that second place is only one point less than first place. And that would be Chloe with About Mother. And then first place was Maddie with They'll Never Change. So then Abby says in her interview, Chloe is second, only by one point. Maddie, Melissa, you better wake up. Chloe has learned her lesson and she is hot on your trail. Do you think Abby was relieved that Chloe didn't beat Maddie? Uh, yeah. Just <laughs> teasing. Yeah. I was just wondering. And then Asia and Nia plays first for their duet, which I'm so glad that they did because- they didn't oh, yeah. get to rehearse. So it's like, oh my God. Yes. Oh, when we went into this competition, not us, like physically walking in, but as a viewer, when they showed the beginning of this competition, did you notice that all of the kids on stage who they were showing? Because this had been, so we're in season three. So Dance Moms obviously had been on for a while and people were like rehearsing and watching the show. So many of the children who were on stage were doing like, dance mom moves oh really yes i was cracking up somebody did this you know like the not not this i mean i know everybody relates this to the maddie face but they always did the back of their hand to their cheek when they did an inside fan always and then they did the uh like the drop to the knee jump somebody did that and then there was one other move i can't remember what it was i should have written it down that was absolutely a hundred percent a dance mom move and so between the bows and the dance mom moves I'm like oh my god we were such trailblazers (laughs) 
Uh, so then they announced that the group routine got first place in the junior small group. And Abby says, I'm thrilled. The girls learned not to reply on Maddie. Sure, now, you're thrilled. Sure, Jan. Now, if they can learn to not re rely on their moms and think of themselves, I might have a whole new team on my hands. Do you want to vomit on her? Do you want to vomit on her? I, I would love to have gone a week with no moms being there and Abby trying to do all that herself. No, our kids would have been absolute beyond angels, Kelly. You know that. But she wouldn't have been able to get the costumes done and all that. Like, she didn't realize how much we did. Oh, right. I Yes, I agree with that. But I also think, too, <laughs> that our kids would have made her life. Like, they would have been so terrified. Yeah, yeah. Terrified to do anything even remotely, like, <gasps> you know, that they, that, no way. And Abby yeah. would have been like, well, we don't ever need a mother. You know, uh, bleh. So then we go to the dressing room and the girls all walk in cheering and Abby says, congratulations to everybody. Everybody did well. I think you got lucky. She's so, such a bitch. It wasn't that we did good. It was we no, were lucky. we got lucky. We're lucky duckies. So Abby says, you know, before they change or whatever, to run the last text with Asia dancing in Mackenzie's place. Mm -hmm. And when they finish running it, Abby berates Asia, she says she has sick feet. You do that. I literally will grab that hand and drag you off the stage. Are you dead? Yes. And Chrissy Ray's like, is it clear that she's going to be on the view or should I? And Abby's like, you never know. Well, right there, Christy Ray should have known she wasn't going to be on it. Well, Christy <laughs> Ray still thought that maybe Abby wasn't just, I don't, I don't know, Kelly. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know either. I don't, I, I, I don't know. You think people don't know? I mean, I could have told you. Mm -hmm. But see, when any anytime we try to like tell people, they're like, "You're just a bitch," and I'm like, "Well, no, I'm I'm not a bitch. I'm just yeah. telling you." <laughs> yeah. So we're okay. just trying to get a straight answer out of Abby. You know, who's who's dancing on the View? And Melissa's like, Mackenzie's definitely bummed. She wants to dance in the worst way. And then the episode ends with Abby walking out of the dressing room saying, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I can predict the future. You can? I can. I can. Uh, I can. That's yes. not true. You don't know. That. No, you don't, you don't know. Do you? No, we'll see. Hmm. Well, we were there, so we actually kind of know the future, but I'm just But we saying. knew it before it happened. I remember <laughs> sitting in the green room. Remember that, like, it was sort of, it felt, I hate this word because the people from The View probably are going to come set my house on fire, but it felt a little bit like a cafeteria kind of, that one room. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a small, yeah. it wasn't small, but it was like the biggest room for our kids. And I remember sitting there, we were sitting on the chairs, and I remember different producers coming to the door trying to like initiate or instigate some sort of drama on the view and Abby being like, there's no fighting here. And we're like, Oh, okay. But they are owned by the same company. They understand that they're, we're filming a show. My horse isn't in the race. So my kids doing it. And I just remember sitting there thinking, this is the biggest crock of shit I've ever had to sit through. And I, I would agree. I wonder too, if Asia and Christy thought for a minute, that any of that was real, that they they could possibly be on the view. I don't know. 
Because I'm here to tell them they weren't. Mm -mm. There's no way. No. All right. So did you have any felonies or misdemeanors? I don't know. Did I? I think my only misdemeanor was just kind of like getting involved in the whole Mackenzie of it all. Yeah. It's, I mean, (laughs) I didn't give a shit, but, but I will say I gave a shit in the sense that I was tired of always having Melissa be like, oh, everything is perfect and fine. And everybody's just mean to be in. And I'm like, we have to do all of this bullshit that we don't want to do too. Yeah. I just liked how this episode showed just this little bit of Melissa's Melissa. kids not being the, the top or the best or whatever, how flustered she got. Yep. Yeah. Because she I, did I get know flustered. people judge us and we do it every week. And she did it, you know, it's what it's been two weeks that Asia's been there or whatever. And uh-huh. She was very flustered. It was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of funny. I mean, let's be honest. It, it's kind of funny. It is. It is because it sucks. And we were like, we're the terrible ones. Yeah. And now it's like, maybe we're not the most terrible. Maybe we're just speaking truth. Facts. All right. Favorite line of the episode. Everybody get out their mental scrub mental brush. Scrub brush. Yeah. We definitely I, need that. I also liked when you're like, Abby is telling her, her mother's a bitch and I hate her and her partner in crime. <laughs> <laughs> she does hate us. She thinks we're yes, bitches. Yes, she does. Oh, well. Eh. But she's still talking about us, Cal. And she used to say, they're either talking good or bad. It doesn't matter as long as they're talking. Yep. She's still talking. So we obviously made her mad. What was your favorite? What was the worst outfit of the episode? Was it something? Oh, I had on a bunch of sequin nonsense. You had on one thing. It was really sequins. It was at the competition. Jacket or something. Yeah. It was bad. I was getting ready for my solo. Yeah, looked like it. At the at the drag bar. You paid extra for them sequins. No, I didn't. I got those from the bargain bin. <laughs> those are bargain yeah. bin sequins. What was your favorite dance? Um, maybe Chloe solo. I think mine was Chloe solo too. Yeah. I didn't like the duet. Or no, not that. I didn't like the group dance. I thought the group dance was meh. You know what I thought about the group dance? That she didn't put any effort into it. Yeah, but every time we have a group dance, Maddie does her own solo part. Yes, I wrote no solo. Where's the solo? Why didn't she pick somebody to do a solo part and have the girls be behind? That's like so funny you said that, Kelly, because the note I wait, I have to show you just so that you believe me. I literally wrote the name or wrote the words. No no solo. solo. Where's the solo? I mean, it's like that in every yeah and except for this week yep first place oh god of course i can't find it where is it jill's wearing fur oh i threw them all on the ground i have to find it because i literally wrote where is the solo i have to find it please hold everyone i wrote here we go where's the solo (laughs) yeah I, I, i mean every week there's a solo i thought the choreography was meh yeah I did. Like, I'm just win. glad the girls won. Uh, of course we are. Could you imagine if we didn't win? Oh, Kelly, I can't. We would have never heard the end of it. I can't ever imagine if we don't win. There's nothing worse than the thought of not winning. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. It's terrifying. It's awful. We hate it. 
no good will come from it. Uh, it just, it's bad. It's bad. We, we have to win no matter what. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, anything else to do, do? I don't think so. All right. Well, I guess we will see you guys back here next week. I know we have the after party to go do. So that'll be fun. Yes. I can't even find my audacity fun at this fun. point. There it is. Nope. Can't find <laughs> it. Hmm. Hold on. I don't even know. Nope. God, I am a mess today. All right. We'll see you guys over on the after party. If you're not subscribed to Patreon, go to patreon.com slash back to the bar. And I don't know, come hang out with us because we're a good yes. time over there. We, fun, we get fun. to be much more relaxed and we can give yes. clues to our secret that we've oh, been working yeah. on today. All no. right. Bye, everybody. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell, <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just want to dance, dance, dance. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high-quality items priced within reach, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for 50 bucks, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premier fabrics and finishes, which I absolutely love. So I travel a lot. I'm always on a plane. So a cuddly sweater is essential for me. And I just got the most gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous, perfect for spring, shell pink cashmere crew neck sweater. And it was literally $50. $50 for actual cashmere. Plus I have my eye on this really cute 100% cotton organic fisherman crew sweater. Uh, I think I need to add that to my shopping list because I know that Quince has unbeatably beautiful clothing and the prices just can't be beat. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash bar for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash bar to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash bar. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.